The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Dilly, dilly to you loyal viewers of SoundOff. Keep thine televisions tuned to this channel, for SoundOff is next. Dilly, dilly! Dilly, dilly! Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Welcome to Sound Off. Um, up front, I'll tell you, and I'll tell you too, John, yeah. I am a, I'm a little bit under the weather. I've been sick for several days, but I, I didn't want to miss this final Sound Off before the Super Bowl. You're under the weather? Yeah, I'm I feel like a drum is beating in my head. I got this right here next to me, just in case you know what goes down on the sound offset. Stomach is grumbling. I've got. I'm pounding seven up. I've got throat lozenges. I've got. But I'm uh, here. I've got the sniffles. And I'm fighting. And I, uh, no way, I'm missing this. I'm sicker than you are, John. A chance to sound off at five one five. 282-9010. I don't I can't believe I'm out here playing this sick. If you're a if you're a big four men's college basketball fan, um well that was rough. All four teams lose again this weekend, and now we have no team in first place. Drake a full two games back out of first after losing four of six. Iowa State tied for last. Iowa and you and I next to last. How sick of losing are you? I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it, and I'm an observer. Uh, we're both a little sick. Sound off 515-282-9010. I'm sick. Hmm? The University of Iowa is a public school. Fran McCaffrey is a state employee, and multi-million dollar contract extensions should not be kept quiet. This past summer, when not just athletics director Gary Barta, but reporters and fans expected a good basketball season from the Hawkeyes, Barta says McCaffrey agreed to a two-year extension. Barta also more than doubled McCaffrey's buyout. Iowa can afford that risk, even if it seems there's no reason to give it. Later in November, after Barta recovered from illness, McCaffrey signed. Good for McCaffrey. No one should fault him for taking a sweet deal. But everyone should fault Iowa for trying to sneak it by us. If not for Land of Ten's Scott Docterman and the Freedom of Information Act, we're likely still in the dark. State university administrators love to talk importance of full transparency until they have something they think will go over like a turd in a punch bowl. It's true some fans would have howled back in late November after Iowa's shaky start to the season, but it's much worse when it comes out like this, and it always comes out. Iowa made it worse Friday by defensively releasing a statement that McCaffrey has had, quote, multiple opportunities to leave. Hard to imagine any of those opportunities better than being head coach of the Hawkeyes. 
Maybe Iowa needs a shot of self-esteem. McCaffrey deserves considerable credit for pulling the program out of the Licklider ashes. McCaffrey has had about the same eight years at Iowa as Steve Alford. They both won 48% of their conference games, three NCAA tournaments, two wins for McCaffrey, one for Alford. McCaffrey's program and players have stayed out of trouble, and though McCaffrey throws frantrums, he's more likable and relatable than Alford. McCaffrey needs to prove this season an anomaly, and he'll get that chance. He should. But by keeping this deal quiet, Iowa shot an air ball. If you think, of if you think enough of a coach to sign a new deal, think enough of your fans to share that news with them. Keith, just curious, what's my buyout? Just leave. Okay, well, it was also a rough day for Iowa State on Saturday. The Cyclones were beaten handily by Tennessee. But I'm not here to talk about the game. Not the game. I want to talk about what's really important, the uniforms. For those that didn't see, the Cyclones wore jerseys that were gray and white. No color, just plain gray and white. Now, full disclosure, I'm a 36-year-old white male with three kids. But I am not a hater of alternate uniforms. I get that this chrome steel look is the in thing for kids and recruits to let them know you're hip, but come on. What Iowa State wore on Saturday looked like the printers ran out of color ink. Last time I checked, the school colors are cardinal and gold, not gray and white. You at least have to have some school color in the uniform. The football team has worn gray uniforms, which are okay, but at least they have some cardinal and gold in them. The reason Cy stands out is he because he's a big red bird. Imagine if Cy were gray. Not a good look. What if Hilton Coliseum just transformed into a gray and white arena? How dull would that look? I understand what Iowa State is trying to do, but let's not just abandon tradition for recruits that may not even show up. I like an occasional alternate uniform, but how about we sprinkle in some school colors? Then again, after the way they played, I'm guessing Steve Prohm isn't going to pull those out again anytime soon. Notice we never saw the alternate Cyclone football uniform with the bugle. Cyclone, the bugle on the side of them. Never saw those again after that performance against Texas. Wonder if we will ever see them again. Uh, I agree with you. You got to splash in the school colors. Go gray, go Even dark. Just a little bit. Get a little cardinal and Northern Iowa did that today. Black uniforms. But gold and purple. Exactly. Uh, Lane is in Huxley. Hello, Lane. What, what are your thoughts on Iowa basketball? Hey, guys. I was just wondering, uh, you know, it seems Iowa's not doing good, obviously. What do you think they're going to do in the tournament or if they're even going to make it? I don't think they're well, making – what tournament do you mean? They automatically get uh, to go to the big – no, they're not going to the NCAA tournament. No, they're, they're not going to the so? – no, they're no. definitely – the only way they go to the NCAA tournament is if they win the Big Ten tournament. And we've seen in years past – that doesn't usually go well for Fran McCaffrey teams in the Big Ten tournament. How long has it been since Iowa has even won a game in the Big Ten tournament? You've covered several of them. And Have been you ever quick, stayed more than one night? They've been quick trips, no. No, they've been quick trips. Uh, um, did Licklider ever win a game? I don't know if Licklider ever won a game in the Big Ten tournament. I mean, we're, you're, you're going back a long ways, but the bottom line is this team is 11-12. and 12. There's no shot at the NCAA tournament. There's likely no shot at the NIT because now the NIT ramps up their records a little bit. So unless Iowa makes a run here at the end of the season and does well in the conference tournament, there's likely no postseason for this Hawkeye team. 
It is time for lookalikes with a local connection. Now, now Tiny Ref is the judge of lookalikes. It's a tremendous responsibility, but he uh, he's doing it, okay. He's doing. He's been okay. Uh, Buddy in Pleasant Hill says Kim in Des Moines and others. Uh, Buddy in Pleasant Hill, Kim in Des Moines and others think Drake head coach Nico Medved looks like Paul Rubens, also known as Pee Wee Herman. My man Nico deserves better, doesn't he, John? He does. Uh, Tiny Ruff, what do you think? Oh, oh no. That's mean from Tiny Ruff. I don't, man. I don't like I agree Tiny with that. Tiny Ruff's in a bad mood because he got cut from the show last week. Uh, Elizabeth in Clarion says Cyclone quarterback Kyle Kemp, who may or may not have another year of eligibility, looks like former Boston College star Jim Sweeney. Now, who? Uh, look how deep somebody went into the archives for this. But I think it might be a match. Tiny Ruff, you agree? We're sure that's not Kemp's dad? <laughs> Look at that guy. That's Kyle Kemp, isn't it? That's fantastic. Nice job. And how did you find that? <laughs> Guys, for years we've been phasing out something that we desperately need. This week, we got a reminder of why it's still so very important. It's What's Bugging Andy next. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. B. McCool writes, What makes me sad about the Cyclones is that they don't have to be as bad as they are. At times, they have problems even inbounding the ball. Hard work and practice solves that. Prone needs to get control of the freshmen who seem to be out of control at times. When you don't like the news, accurate or not, the new trend is to just yell, fake news. And that's what's bugging Andy. The case of Dr. Larry Nasser has reminded us of a few things. That we may be God-fearing people who love our children, but at times our lust for success can cloud our judgment. And under that cloud, a world of unthinkable evil can develop. We need to redeploy the watchdogs we long ago created because our own sense of right and wrong is all too often pulled off center. One of those watchdogs is investigative journalism. Without that first story by the Indianapolis Star back in 2016, Nasser would still be in his office making more victims. Don't take that from me. Those are the words of the chief prosecutor in the case. Make no mistake, this all began with those first brave women who came forward. But it wasn't until the Star got involved that they got a voice. That's been the duty of journalism since its advent, to give a voice to the meek and a check down to the mighty. Investigative journalism is one of the pillars of our democracy, but these days we are attacking it with axes and picks. We don't like what the story tells us. Well, we call it fake news. We revel in the news that our papers are going bankrupt because we think it serves them right for telling us news that we didn't want to hear. We call it biased, but then we turn our attention to radio pundits and websites, which are far more so. Politics aside, don't we still want to know the truth? Not a version of it that helps us feel right, but the real truth? Of course we do. And it's our responsibility to insist on it. 
It's also the responsibility of journalists not to aim for clickbait, but to be resourced and right. But when they are, we need to acknowledge it by paying for their work. It comes at a price, but the price that we will pay for losing it will be a whole lot steeper. Just imagine a Larry Nassar still out there. Not all heroes faced gunfire. Some just carried a pen and a notebook. In this case, the victims needed them just the same. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Well done, Andy. The return of the XFL. That's next on Sound Off, plus more of your live takes. Lines open right now, 515-282-9010. He hate us, me. Tell us something you feel good about in local sports. Anything. Like us on Facebook at Sound Off Nation. Tim writes, we go from three years ago to three of our teams all beating a number one and Iowa reaching as high as number three ranking to this. Just terrible. I assume he's talking about all the teams in Iowa right now. Yeah, Drake is... They're better. Yeah, they're two games out of first place. Yeah. They shouldn't be lumped in uh, with the other three at this point, but even Drake's uh, lost four of six. Who's in your five? Five original XFL pluses. Now, these things were actually positive, John, and many stolen by the NFL. Number five, this has been, what, 17 years ago, player intros. Mm. Uh, this was most famously copied by Sunday and Monday Night Football. Yeah. You know, John Sears, Dowling, Catholic. <laughs> Do I talk like Defensive that? Tackle. Uh, number four, the opening scramble. Okay, no one copied this, and a couple of guys blew out their knees, but it was fun it's to watch, right? It's kind of cool, right? yeah, because you, you do this in practice. You, you run try to get the ball. I mean, it's, it's kind of cool. All right, number three, in-game access. That, that included cable cams, sky cams, steady cams. This is perhaps the biggest lifts. Yeah, now, now some games, you, you get the behind the uh, huddle camera for the entire game, you know, that they've done so for a couple games this year like that. All right, number two, minimized kicking. Well, this didn't catch on in the NFL, but many of us still wish it would have. Yeah, no PATs, uh, no kickoffs. Yeah, you couldn't fair catch a punt. Yeah. Well, true if you guys suffered extra brain damage, but uh, no fair catches. <laughs> uh, number one, he hate me. One of the greatest nicknames in sports history came from be. the one season of XFL. And now this is coming back in 2020, right? It's not next year. We got two years for them to build this up. Right, 2020. Okay. Well, Des Moines we'll getting a team? We uh, get no, them. no, no. They're going to put the teams in NFL cities so they can use the same facilities as the NFL teams. Are the NFL that seems like a fans bad idea. actually going to support the XFL teams? I don't. I, I doubt it. I don't get that. All right, Jackie is in the live. Uh, hello, Jackie. What uh, what inspired you today? Well, I'll tell you what. It's not football, but it is tennis. I got up in the middle of the night to watch the men's and women's finals this weekend, and um, I was blown away by Federer's performance today and the fact that he's reached twenty. Grand Slam Finals, the first male to do so. 30 Grand Slam Final championships he's reached. He, there are no more, they said in the, in the uh, ceremony, there was no more uh, superlatives to use for him, and it's almost true. 
It, it is true. We're watching a file video of him from when he won Wimbledon, and he's he's gotten a late career second wind here, John. Yeah. He's rolling again. Because how old is he now? He's what is he? Uh, thirty-six. Thirty-six. Now that's he's that's, my age, and he's won twenty. Grand Slams, but but Man, Jackie knows that's old. for for a men's tennis player. That's old. Thirty six is old, but yes. he's not he's not slowing down. He's and, so good. Uh, he, he's he's a first class guy too. This this uh, if this guy was an American, he would be a much bigger superstar in our country. I couldn't agree more, and I, that's why I like to call in and just bring him to your attention because he's a great athlete amazing athlete but he is a world-class act he's got a great charity he does a lot of nonprofit work and an excellent sportsman so it's nice to see that these days thank you jackie nice nice to hear from you he's the goat i was laughing at that that final picture little kid little kid looks like one of your kids just making a funny face let's look again at uh, the iowa state game from yesterday i want to take another look at these uniforms that John has just called for a, a ban, but I think more than you calling for the ban from these uniforms is how awful the Cyclones played. What was up with that? I don't know. And they start the first five minutes. They started pretty good, and you're kind of thinking, oh, they came to play. Donovan Jackson hit a few threes. Lindell Wigginton gets inside. They're wearing dilly dilly in the With crowd. The dilly dilly guy there. Yeah, yeah. So you're thinking, okay, they're playing well. This is, looks like another upset brewing in Hilton Coliseum. But then it just all falls apart. And and you know what? Tennessee didn't play great either. They shot like 38%. They were bricking a lot of shots, but they win by 23, and they didn't even play well. There's the Dilly Dilly Town crier right there. We appreciate him starting off the show for us tonight. By the way, that is the fewest points ever scored by an Iowa State team in Hilton Coliseum. And Donovan Jackson, the only Cyclone in double figure, said after the game that the Cyclones disrespected Hilton Magic. That's a strong statement. Hard to disagree with him. The playoffs stay the same. That and more up for debate when Sound Off returns live. You can email the show, soundoff at whotv.com. A normal team will call a timeout after a 6-0 run, but at Iowa, the coach will finally call a T.O. after a 14-0 run. Perhaps that explains why Iowa finds themselves always in a hole at half, down by 14 to 18 points. That is from the Hunkahawk. Huskers sure had a lot of runs against the Hawkeyes. Yeah. All right, time to bounce around some more topics. We call it face-off. Keith, it looks like the problems at Michigan State go much deeper than Larry Nassar. Both the football and basketball programs are now under the microscope, and the AD has resigned. What next? It seems, and has for too long, no one at Michigan State wants to take responsibility. There's a culture of tamping down accusations, just a lack of compassion. Those in power keep hiding behind legalese instead of showing compassion. Outside the Lines superb investigative reporting shows Michigan State put winning and money before safety and morality. There's a lot more to come on this one for sure. The NFL has rejected an ad for the Super Bowl from a veterans group because it was promoting the hashtag, please stand. It's obviously in response to many protests we've seen this year from players. You okay with the NFL not letting this ad air? No, uh, the NFL should air the ad. Anyone who took a knee should also respect those who urge us to stand. The Iowa High School Athletic Association tweaked the football playoffs for the upcoming year. They'll they'll stay with 16 teams, eight auto bids for district winners, but now RPI will be used to determine the other qualifiers. 
I like they're trying something new. I still think 24 teams with first-round buys would be best. What about you? I'm most relieved the association didn't bow to pressure from coaches to expand back to 32 teams in the playoffs. That was too many. I know occasionally worthy teams are left out, but that is better than a round of blowouts and more risk of injuries. Former Hawkeyes Josh Jackson and Miles Taylor auctioned off their jerseys, helmets, and cleats from the Ohio State game to raise money for the Children's Hospital. It's the uniform modeled here by Akram Wadley. Any money that goes towards kids in the hospital gets a thumbs up from me. Yeah, Taylor says the winning bid was $13,000 tonight, and that's just outstanding. Wonderful idea, and it's not an NCAA benefits violation because Taylor and Jackson are done at Iowa. Done, done. Good work. Over, under. Overrated. Eagles wearing green jerseys. The team in the darker jersey has lost 90% of the Super Bowls the past decade. Underrated. Patriots in white. Tom Brady is 3-0 in white. The team in white has won 12 of 13, so we're just going to chalk this up already. Patriots win. Patriots are wearing white, but so you, you there you go. You next week. All yeah, right, keep, don't we, even have to play. There's some yeah. positives that happen. You and I, mm -hmm. women, won two conference games this weekend. Uh, oh, oh, hang on. Hold oh. that thought. International Have Fun at Work Day. Are you boys having fun? I don't care. No, we're sick. One minute. <laughs> Woo! He's having fun. He's Another positive fun. from the weekend. These are yeah, some tweets we've got. Here's some positives. Uh, Peak in high school won their first ever conference tournament in wrestling yesterday, winning the SEISC tournament. Go Panthers. Way to go, Panthers. Positive news, local yeah. news. It's not just all down stuff. That's here. good. You can get back to those in a minute. Yeah. But first, we, we do have a call here from Wilfred. He's been waiting for a while. Uh, Wilfred in Des Moines. Wilfred, do you have something positive? Yeah, you want to know what I'm looking forward to? Yeah, wow. yeah. What are you looking forward to? Basketball season to be over. <laughs> well played, uh, Wilfred. That wasn't positive. Yeah, it was not, not positive at all. And I assume he means college basketball. For all we know, he's a Warriors fan and a fan of Des Moines North, and there's plenty of winning. All right, back to some more positive tweets. What else do you have? Uh, got to be some Somebody wrote, uh, the Cubs and Royals have won more recent World Series than the Yankees and Cardinals. That's a positive. Something you wouldn't Local think Local teams, of, sure. you know, the Cubs hate the Cardinals. Uh, yep. some, Brian writes, professional magicians are now called illusionists. Mm -hmm. When people figure out illusion, it is no longer effective. Maybe Hilton Magic should now be called the Hilton Illusion. That's from Brian. That'll do it That's for us. Nice. Uh, we step aside for NBC special programming the next several Sundays. First the mm. Super Bowl, then the Olympics. We leave you with the sound off send off. Another viewer submission, this one by Shafe 100. Grinnell, eighth grade, down two, final seconds. Calvin Jaworski for the win! Oh, got it, got Calvin. it! Calvin, take us home in style. Good nice night. Nice shot, Calvin. One more time from Calvin, and then do we have time to go to the kitten cam? Do we have time? Cam? Yeah, we have a kitten cam. Hang on, we, we're, trying, we're trying to get to it. I'm being told right now we're tuning in the satellite. This is a difficult move, John. And there it is. There it is. What a positive news to end the show. And prayers for Jordy. Not out of the woods yet, but there is a live look at the kitten cam. That is how you finish up on a positive note. Good night. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. 
So whether you're playing a game at home, yes, cool, or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com/internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the US to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement of the restrictions apply.